Hello, everyone. Welcome to Shred Takes. I'm Mike Schreier, your host of this podcast, and uh, I'm really glad to be joined here by Jack Betts, wide receiver for the football team, and also a guy who's been really involved in NIL. He has 35 deals, and um, it's really excited to have him on and kind of talk about a little bit about NIL and just kind of the season in general. So, Jack, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Of course, of course. So let's, let's get into NIL, right? So obviously, to start off, what kind of got you into that space, right? Because Obviously, a lot of D3 guys are not necessarily getting into that space, um, and you really took full advantage of that. So talk a little bit about why you decided that was the avenue you wanted to get down. Yeah, so I actually remember when the legislation was passed in July of 2021. Um, I remember exactly where I was. I was actually in Colorado on a family vacation. And so when I got this notification across my, you know, the top of my screen that NIL legislation has been passed, I was sort of filled with this feeling of excitement, um, anticipation because you know we've been it's been talked about for so long and it wasn't until just now or just recently rather that these things were passed and so I was like okay you know this is a great opportunity for a lot of us athletes to finally get a cut of the check uh, but the, ra- the reality did sit in that I am a division three athlete so I kind of let it sit for you know six months um, kind of let deals fly by all, to all the division one guys you know Bryce Young obviously getting a bunch um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you've got Quinn Ewers down in UT getting an Aston Martin. And so I let it sit for six months, and it wasn't until January um, of this year, actually, where I got really lucky and my first company, my first deal, reached out to me. And so I molded over with my parents, and we kind of talked about it, and we said, what the heck, you know, I'm taking a semester off. Um, take, I took a gap semester, as you know. And you know, I needed something to keep me busy. So that's, you know, there, were, there really wasn't any motivation until they reached out to me. Uh, and that's really where the ball got kicked off. And 35 plus deals later, seven months later, here we are today. Yeah. So obviously, look, that's going to take a lot of just kind of betting yourself, obviously, and also trying to market yourself through a business perspective, right? Just because you're trying to obviously advocate for yourself to be reached out by these companies or to just kind of portray an image of yourself, that's going to be marketed well, right? So talk a little bit about, I don't know, just the motivation to kind of make yourself uh, someone that is marketable or get into something like marketing or business. Obviously, look, it's worked out well for you so far, but talk about like how that, from family perspective, how everything kind of transpired for you in that situation. Yeah, so I grew up in a household with two lawyers as parents. Um, So you could probably imagine not necessarily the type of pressure that comes with that, but the type of um, inspiration that comes from that. Because, you know, whether it be, you know, we're getting ready in the morning when we're all eating breakfast at the breakfast table and my mom's over there cranking out emails um, or my dad's on a phone call when we're driving to work. And so it was really just listening in on all of their phone calls and all their conference calls um, and hearing about the type of work that they do every day for almost 22 years of my life. Uh, that sort of inspired me to kind of be like, look, this is the type of legacy my parents have laid. Now I should probably, as I grow older, I should look to create my own legacy and make my own legacy. Um, So it really just started as inspiration from my parents. That's where I got a lot of my business savvy. And I, I did really take it upon myself to find a way to market myself as a division three athlete. Um, Obviously we don't get the type of coverage that Ohio state gets that university of Michigan gets on Saturdays. Um, But we are still very talented individuals. I think coming from the division three level, they are investing in more of the person rather than the athlete. So it was really important um, portraying the image that I am. So I'm, I'm a businessman. 
essentially. And you know, investing in me, I have to effectively communicate why investing in me would, you know, and having me on the team as a potential asset would be a worthwhile investment. So it was really important understanding business jargon, understanding how to communicate with these executives, CEOs, uh, and entrepreneurs almost on the daily. So it was, uh, it's a great experience and I've gained a lot of uh, hands-on type of experience as well. Yeah, no, that's really cool stuff. Um, that's, that's, that's excellent. I think the one thing I want to talk about is at least applying to Amherst, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, obviously you've, you've done all this stuff in, the, in your gap semester. I, I guess you've been trying to teach your teammates this kind of stuff or even trying to apply it somehow when you've been back on campus. Talk a little bit about what you've been trying to do here, maybe from that standpoint, because if people are interested um, in that NIL space at Amherst, kind of what they should look into or how you can apply it. So I think that would be pretty interesting for people to know. Yeah, as, uh, as I've returned to Amherst, um, I've had a lot of folks, you know, give me a couple jabs saying like, oh, it's the king of Division Three NIL. But at the same time, a lot of folks have reached out to me um, for some advice, for some, you know, tips and tricks on how to get into NIL. Um, and that's, you know, something I've been doing for seven months, you know, almost every single day I have somebody new reach out to me asking for advice. So being back on campus really makes a world of a difference because I can sit down with these folks and tell them, you know, how they should go about it, how they should market themselves, types of content they should look to create. And I've had a, a lot of the first years on the football team, just kind of after a, a, an interesting interaction uh, with Coach Mills, we were all in, sitting in a meeting and Coach Mills was just going over the basic stuff, you know, you know how to prepare for weekends, um, what it's going to be looking like once we start traveling and such. And then he goes, you know, there's this elephant in the room. Betsy, how about you stand up and talk to folks a little bit about NIL? And so I was put on the spot, and uh, that's when a lot of the first years pulled me aside after the meeting, and they were like, hey, you know, maybe we could talk sometime. Maybe we could uh, you know, pick your brain a little bit. But now being back on campus, um, I think I have learned a lot in my time away. I think I've learned how to be uh, a leader in an industry that's still relatively new. Um, even you know, just last night in our first our kickoff PACSAC meeting, um, you know, prior to NIL, I feel like my public speaking abilities were a little, you know, of course, you're going to get that anxiety, but I remember just going up there because I am on the e-board. I remember going up there and I was filled with confidence to be, you know, speaking in a room full of people. And that, of course, coming from experience, appearing on podcasts, and of course, this is my first in-person one, so thank you for having me on. Uh, but yeah, it's just the types of experience that you gain um, conversing in business conversations and uh, understanding how to be a leader as well. And so I think that does apply to the football team a little bit and trying to, uh, you know, sometimes when we're down, it, it just takes that little bit of motivation from the sideline that can get the offense on the field cranked up. So I, I think there's definitely some applicable strategies that I've learned from my semester away. Yeah, that's great. Um, so let's get into obviously the football team itself, right? Um, look, you guys have a big game coming up at G against Middlebury, which Obviously, you guys are going to be excited about obviously the really exciting season. I've talked about the guys; they're really excited, especially for you. Right? Obviously, coming up a gap semester, you're probably super stoked to be back and playing here. And you know, I think the one thing that I want to ask is one: How has the gap semester helped prepare you as a leader? I think that's the first question I want to ask. And second, what are you most excited about for the football season coming up? So take that away, however you want. I think the gap semester preparing me as a leader in that sense. Um, it allowed me to have a lot of time with myself and have conversations with myself about. Who do I think Jack Betts is? Um, who do, you know, obviously my, my time at college has been um, not your typical 
time at college, I've spent actually more time off of campus than on campus, which, you know, that's just how the dice rolls sometimes. But uh, it's also taught me to, you know, not take the present for granted. I think once I came back onto campus, I was just, you know, overcome with emotion that I'm finally back here. Um, and, you know, a lot of the seniors, a lot of the fifth year seniors who came back, you know, I, I have this motivation that, you know, obviously I want to, you know, succeed for myself, but I also want to find success in order to, you know, make those guys happy. So it's, you know, not taking the present for granted, um, obviously being away from campus for so long, but I think it's also about, you know, being alone with yourself, you learn a lot about yourself. Um, and not only in the mental part, but also in the physical division. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't taking any classes. So I'd basically wake up, get some breakfast, do a little work on NIL. And then the entire afternoon, I would spend either going down to the park, um, going to the gym and just preparing myself physically for, a, you know, a, a nine week season, which it does take a toll on your body and preseason definitely uh, has done so. So I, I think I took full advantage of it um, in preparing myself mentally, but also physically. Yeah, I think that obviously, like I, I, a bunch of guys are team took a gap year, uh, back in the COVID year, and I can speak to that. That's like the grueling part of the season you have to really prepare yourself for when you're out of season. But um, you know, I, I, I'm obviously really stoked to watch you guys play, and I think it's going to be hopefully a great season for you guys. So I'm excited for that. But I think the last thing I wanted for you to have the floor for is to talk about your NIL academy. So I, I know you, uh, you've been really excited about this, obviously. So um, you know, I think it's a good chance to talk about it a little bit. You know, what you're trying to get out of it. Um, I also think also talking about, I mean, I've actually had a chance to, before when I had a chance to see how I was interviewing you, I actually visited the website that you made too. So talk a little bit about kind of both things, right? Like kind of what you're trying to get through the website and what you're trying to get through through the NIL Academy that you're trying to make and how you think those can be successful avenues for not just you, but for people looking to get in the NIL space. I think when I began in January, uh, I started looking for strategies in which I could set myself apart from the group. Um, who are applying to all these campaigns, who are reaching out to all of these brands. And so one of the ways that I set myself apart initially was I kind of coined this thing called the NIL cover letter. And what that is, is essentially applying to a job. It's, it's a job resume, basically. Uh, and it has, you know, what I'm majoring in, you know, my sub-focus, um, GPA, uh, you know, my extracurricular activities, my work history and all of that. And so to supplement that, I decided... You know, what if I had something to send to these brands where everything that I've done so far, whether it be my past work in NIL, my past work in community service, what if that was all consolidated into just one space? And so I spoke to my parents about it and they said, look, I, we all think it's a great idea if I have a website. We really do. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from these brands saying that they, you know, they rarely see not only just an athlete, in general, but they rarely see a division three athlete who has a website and who has, you know, found so much success in the NIL space. And so, um, you know, basically using that to jump off of um, in April or May, I believe, um, I kind of had this, this thought swirling in my mind, um, which following all the success that I that I've gained, and you know, the platform that I've created, I started having a lot of people reach out to me asking for advice and asking for, you know, if I have any opportunities available for them, um, for them to get into NIL and asking for tips and tricks, of course. And so I thought to myself, what if I had some sort of academy, some sort of school in which athletes could sign up for it um, and I could, you know, spread the, all this knowledge that I've gained and 
all the, the resources that I have at my disposal. And so then as we move further into the summer, um, of course, as you know, I'm very proud of my Cherokee heritage. I reached out to Indiansports.com's founder, Brent Kawi, and Indiansports.com, for those of you who don't know, it's basically the ESPN for everything indigenous athletics. It, it's a really phenomenal platform. Um, been going strong since the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. So I reached out to him asking for his help. Um, I, the primary focus was going to be helping other indigenous American athletes who were interested in getting into the space of NIL, but it slowly expanded into a class, uh, really an inaugural class of 21 athletes, which of course I learned number 21 on the field. Uh, and we've got athletes from all over the country. You know, I've got a softball player from the University of Washington, but I've also got um, a track and field thrower from Missouri Valley State University. So I think um, it, the, the spread of athletes really speaks to um, the opportunities that are available at every single level. And, you know, all these athletes in my academy, the great majority of them have closed deals. So I'm, you know, that's just what keeps me going every single day when they reach back out to me and saying, you know, Jack, you know, the way that you've helped me has helped me got a deal. And that gets me out of bed every morning and uh, continues to push me to, you know, not only try and get things for myself, but I understand all the opportunities that I've created for myself. I can sort of be like, Hey, reach out to this brand, you know, I'm, I'm in with them. So uh, maybe you'll get an opportunity. So I've, you know, I'm really grateful for the platform um, and all of these athletes that I'm able to help. Yeah. No, I I think that's just awesome stuff. Um, obviously, like I'm not as well in the NIL space, but I think obviously following a little bit of what you did this summer, it kind of, I think, opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people. And seeing that Absolutely. it's not just a Division One space, which I think a lot of people sit there and say, like, okay, you know, you're here at a Division One school, you're going to get X, Y, and Z deals because you're going to be on TV. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, like, you know, at Amherst, all people, like, we're all, you know, educated, uh, very smart people at Amherst. And, across the world everyone's getting um, you know they have a great opportunity to learn the nil but i think the fact is you know have the ability to just kind of think think for yourself and figure out what you want to do is really cool so um, i really want to thank you for coming on jack obviously i know you're very busy during football so i really appreciate you coming on and uh, you know wish you the best of luck with this and the season man i'm really excited for you guys too so. thank you yeah i've uh, i remember that first conversation we had when you reached out i was actually in colorado again yeah uh funny enough but i'm, I'm really excited to see it come to fruition and uh you know maybe we'll hop back on later this season we can talk about sort of a mid-season review that's only, of course, film. I'm invited. Oh, of course, you're, you're definitely going to come back at some point. So I'm excited. But perfect. Thank you so much, man. And uh, you know, best of luck, everything. That's Jack Betts, and it's a Shred Sticks. Have a good one, guys.